We'll do it live! Do it live! Holy smokes! That's shocking when you think about it. There's nothing you want to look at. What? Oh my God. This is where the fun begins. This is the Brian Suits Show. Lower the price of stuff. Do it now. Commands uh, the the, uh, the first Twitter feed. Um, Brian Sitz here, AM 770 KTGH. Uh, happy Wednesday. There's a desperado amongst us. Uh, Linwood police are looking for a guy who took a shot at an officer yesterday and then uh, got away. Uh, that and more in just a second. Plus, uh, know it all coming up so that you can win your Wednesday. AM 770 KTGH. Brian Sitz here, getting you to work with our right way traffic. I am some sort of KTTH. Uh, Brian Suits here. Uh, I don't know what happened to the baby formula crisis, but wow, you're running out of scapegoats when, when you're when you're left with the oil companies. Uh, the president over the weekend, and obviously, I, I'm not naive enough to think that he's sitting there hammering away at a phone. Some somebody, one of his lickspittles, uh, tweeted this out from the official POTUS uh, Twitter feed, quote, my message to the companies running gas stations and setting prices at the pump is simple. This is a time before a global peril. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you're paying for the product and do it now. Close quote. That that actually is a tweet by the president of the United States from the official verified uh, blue checkmark um, thing. What well, whoever is running this wild stab Ivy League. Less time in the private sector, even if it's possible, than than Biden, because chances are, uh, big oil companies got out of the retail end of of gas over the past twenty years. Chances are, where you're about to pull into, or where you're pulling out of right now, where you just pay, I'm paying five sixty nine, uh, or so um, for for mine. <clears throat> uh, it's owned by uh, a, a small businessman. And that this might be their only business. Maybe they own two or three gas stations at the most. But the money is inside. The money's uh, with the coffee and the Twinkies and all that. Two dollar bottle waters. Yeah, it's because you. Where else are you going to go? That's why you popped in there. You know that that's where the money is. And just the fact that the president of the United States doesn't get that. Um, and then um, Michael Schellenberger, who who is um, uh, a fairly liberal guy, but he but the. Uh, economics of democrats have made him a, a very very uh and and the, the lack of civility in blue cities in the west coast this is the guy that wrote the book san francisco which is a, a, a very very well done takedown of blue policies in seattle portland san francisco and and la uh, he says uh, many people are confused as to why high oil and gasoline prices aren't resulting in significantly more oil production and refining but the reason is simple. President Biden has actively prevented it since taking office in the name of climate change. Um, and, and there you go. And if you're those companies, you're not, you're not in, investing money to repair a refinery that, that it might be out of business federally within uh, five years. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. Um, that, uh, I, I don't like ending up thought with we'll see or time will tell, but there you go. <laughs> or there you go. Um, that was the other thing last hour, by the way, award-winning hour and unbelievable yeah. 6 a.m. hour. You can get the revelations about the corruption in British Columbia, uh, may stun you, uh, text suits, S-U-I-T-S to 800-465-8770. 
Um, so uh, over the weekend, I, I spent uh, a couple days in lovely Hood River, Oregon, and I was talking about how the silver-haired hippies, who are very wealthy, and driving those Mercedes RVs and full of, uh, you know, windsurfing and kiteboarding and the whole thing. And that was the other one, Producer Greg, was the, the EP. And now that the Supreme Court has basically uh, banned environmental regulation i guess it's full speed ahead for global warming so the supreme court in five days according to the the hippie my hippie poll of uh bars and restaurants in and around the hood river area um they've pretty much banned abortion from uh, coast to coast required that everyone carry a weapon and then secondly they've i mean thirdly they pretty much hasten global warming we've given the right of way for the world to burn yeah and and it, it was crazy to me that I'm, I'm sitting here having to reconcile wait a minute whatever you did in life you did very well at um and because those aren't those rvs aren't cheap those mercedes dodge sprint custom tricked out things and hood river was filled with them festooned some would say and and th- that's your takeaway and and i i realize i realize that that we have we're so filtered now that what i do dri- driving early early in, in the morning listening to these uh, super secret satellite radio that only i have access to um i flip around and I'll dip into Fox and Friends, and then they go to spots, which is yeah, what uh, those very broadcasting kill commercials. Um, they'll go to spots, and I'll go on MSNBC and hear what they're caterwauling about, and then I'll go to CNN and then Fox Business, and, all, and I, I, you know, spend the hour and fifteen minutes driving up here, you know, taking in that stuff. That, that's not what people do. People put it on Fox. They leave it on Fox. They put it on MSNBC. They leave it on MSNBC. Then they get in their Mercedes RV and they go to Hood River, apparently, for Fourth of July. But uh, I, I, I mean, it's. It, but then again, I don't. If their takeaway from from MSNBC is that an AR-15 grew legs and went to a Fourth of July parade, then that's their takeaway. Not you know, not some psychotic kid. Not not some lunatic. By the way, if anyone, if your kid looks like that, turn them in now. <laughs> Lots of pictures of the July Fourth shooter shooter circulating on the internet now, and there's many of him. Where, I think he had face tattoos. He had dyed hair with multiple colors, and I, dare I say, looked strange. Looked a bit off uh, from what lunatic. I could tell. And and I mean I, I and there I, were many red flags, I, so I, to speak. I got to say, kid. yeah. In the past month, the Buffalo guy, the Uvalde, Texas uh, kid, and 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 this guy, um, I think there's a big difference between eighteen and twenty one or twenty two, or, or twenty one. And, and uh, I, I I think this guy was uh, twenty one or twenty two. But but I mean. Here's the thing, Second Amendment folks, just like me, um, keep in mind that if it, we know it's the person. It's it's the trigger finger, not the trigger. But you know, un- unless you find some room to give, there there's going to be. Well, I mean, there's never going to be a constitutional convention where they eliminate the Second Amendment. That, that that's just that, and and the Supreme Court just 
gave probably the most pro Second Amendment, um, uh, you know, ruling uh, in in decades. But Congress po- possibly reinstituting an assault weapon ban is is very real. So yeah, that's what Kamala Harris is big on over the weekend. Was one of her main talking points. Uh, after this Highland Park shooting during the July 4th parade. Another aspect to this, Brian, is the shooter had knives taken away from him in 2019 after saying he would kill everyone. Knives and swords. Knives and swords. Yeah, add that to the list. Uh, But so people are saying, well, what about these red flag laws? Because Illinois had a red flag law that wasn't used in this case. And one of the issues... Uh, with such laws is public awareness about this and the steps you have to take in order to prevent someone you're concerned about from getting weapons. It turns out that law enforcement could have executed uh, the red flag law in this case, and they didn't back in 2019. So, so it's on the books. Well, there needs to be more public education about how these things work, because this could have been used to prevent this killing. Uh, but I don't know. I think public awareness is being raised more and more. Well, and the the, the, the bipartisan bill that was just passed. I, I mean, my my thing is there is a mental health crisis and it's been going on for for mm-hmm. fifteen or twenty years with teenage with with middle class teenage boys, and some recognition that their their health is our business. You know, my my pelvic tilt is is none of your darn business, and that's why there's HIPAA rules and all that. But my pelvic tilt is not going to make me pick up uh, a handgun or a rifle and and kill seven people. And so that's part of the discussion is that there's some mental health issue because overwhelmingly, granted, not every one of them, but overwhelmingly there's uh, there's interactions with the psychiatric um, uh, industry with with many of these middle and upper class uh, boys. And I, I, I got to say, this is the, the part where uh, maybe maybe we soften up on uh, on, on HIPAA uh, or else. Uh, well, the the voice of your next president when we come back, AM 770 KTTH, uh, we'll come back with know it all. And the voice of your next president, if you don't watch it um, right after this, let's get you to work with our right way traffic. And we all grieve, I know, for the lives that are forever changed in that community, including, of course, the students and the teachers of that community who have suffered great loss. Congress needs to have the courage to act and renew the assault weapons ban. We've got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously. The whole nation should understand. Well, there she is, Kamala Harris, a montage, and then also yesterday uh, in a unannounced surprise visit, uh, Kamala Harris um, being sent to Highland Park, Illinois. So, you know, obviously, you know, setting aside the incredible tragedy and and some very tragic stories coming out, you can you're going to be force fed those all day long, and, and they're horrible. Just know that up front, as if you need to be told. But putting you in the mindset of the people that look at these things as the the next big fundraiser, clearly this is what Democrats are hanging their hat on. Um, and they, they don't have to pay a- any money for uh, for this issue. Every time this happens, they they own it and they say, well, it's the Republicans. Republicans are making Air 15s grow legs uh, and, and killing people. 
and uh, her her presence in Highland Park uh, absolutely uh, demonstrates that. Uh, absolutely, uh, yesterday. Uh, thing two. Second thing. The second there thing. There we go. Tom Hanks is not a not a fan of uh, Chris Evans voicing Buzz Lightyear. Can um, be strange to be in theaters opposite a Buzz Lightyear film. How about that? Why it's not? I, I actually I wanted to go head to head with Tim Allen, and they didn't they didn't let Tim Allen do it. I don't I don't understand that. It's Chris Evans kid. Oh uh, yeah yeah. You know. <laughs> but here here's the thing is just as long as people come back to the motion picture theater. Um, talking to Cinemaland, uh, he he said that, and um, and. I you know a Disney Disney never officially said out loud why Tim Allen isn't voicing Buzz Lightyear, but most people say it's it's because of the uh, because Tim Allen's politics. Well, and by all accounts, the new Lightyear film has been an abysmal failure, yeah. at least according to Disney standards uh, historically. But my goodness, Americans not exactly rushing out to see it. No, people are people like me are. Um, uh, probably going to see Top Gun Ma- Maverick uh, bef- before uh, before that. I preempted you. I saw it a second time over July 4th weekend with my folks, and I brought my kids because there's only a few curse words in it, but it's you know mostly appealing to younger audiences too and appropriate for the most part. There's I'm, an F-bomb in there. I'm going to see it. Really? There's one F-bomb, Rooster says towards the end of the film. And um, my son went, what? Yeah, I'm gonna, but I'm I'm gonna go to the uh, IMAX. Uh, if I, you know, I I I validate and confirm that I saw it sitting in a couch uh, at a McManaman's uh, establishment in Centralia with an adult beverage with me. And uh, but but next time I I am gonna go to an IMAX because I I've been told that I'm if you don't see it on that screen you're missing like the top third and bottom third of the of the screen or something. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, movie talk, uh, by the way, um, so the zillionth minions Rise of Gru uh, movie is out. Well, uh, Despicable Despicable Me was the first one. Correct. Not bad. It's it's I I only saw it because you know the the varmint was a kid at the time. We we liked it, uh, and Steve Carell voiced uh, Gru. Brilliant. And yeah. and yeah, and he does that over the top. Kind of is he Russian? Is he German? You know, accent and all that. Well, uh, the the minions uh, have become the 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 favorite, uh, and in Rise of Gru, there's a thing going on in Britain and the U.S. This is a bizarre story. I it's don't really, really under- weird. I don't get it. Gentlemen, hashtag gentlemenians. If if you're seeing teenagers dressed like missionaries for a certain church, um, it's because the thing to do is to go see Minions: The Rise of Gru in, in a suit and tie. But and, I heard they've been causing a bit of a ruckus in some theaters. Yeah, and uh, on the way there, and uh, they 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 laugh over the apparently what the the bit is is they laugh over the top at stuff <laughs> and i mean it is theoretically a comedy a staff member at one venue told the bbc they wanted to ensure the experience was not spoiled for younger children on their first cinema trip some cinemas said they uh have given huge number of refunds so that that's videos are showing and also by the way it's a tiktok challenge Oh, of course. Um, so uh, they so they they flash mob in in suits and ties in large groups. They cheer loudly during the screening, um, and then they put it on TikTok, racking up millions of views. 
Um, so they're filming themselves copying the characteristic steepled fingers of Gru. Uh, he always puts his fingertips together. Um, and, and then they, they take, um, uh, take selfies. Anyway, they're ruining the movie for other people is what they're, what they're saying. I don't like it. Uh, as a parent of three youngsters, we're probably going to go see this in the theater, I would imagine, because we have to fill two months uh, worth of not being at school and give our kids activities. But this would be very obnoxious if I, we brought our kids to the theater and there were 20 young men in suits being a little over the top during every minute of the film. Well, and the, laughing hysterically. I, my kids would be like, what is going on over there? This is really disconcerting. You Daddy. know what the countermeasure is? What's that? <laughs> the morning. The kryptonite. That's true. Teenage kryptonite in the summer is 9 a.m. 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. <laughs> right. They sleep in. Yes, they do. That's and, a pro tip. And even, you know, I'm not, not getting personal here or anything. This is just a story I heard. But even when they insist that they would wake up early to come have a day and hang out in, uh, in, in Seattle. And then the next day, let's say, um, you know, er- early to a parent is maybe 6 a.m., 7 a.m., uh, split the difference at 9 a.m., you go in a teenager, teenage varmint's room and say, ready to go, dress, dress. Let's, get, get, let's get going, and they're sawing logs. There are a lot of other villains in the world, but I am going to be a super villain. So that's what I'm saying. If you want to avoid this phenomena uh, in in theaters, uh, go before go to a 10 a.m. show on 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 that. Uh, Third thing. Third thing. (laughs) More entertainment news. Okay, so uh, Terminalist. Have you heard of Terminalist? The Chris Pratt sounds familiar. Thing on Amazon. He's in a lot of stuff. It's it, I have a really high bar for this kind of stuff. It's really good. Like people, all of you, anyone who thought twenty four was good, you're a lunatic. Okay, it was crap. It was it was pure poo. <clears throat> you're you're nuts. Uh, the trade craft was crap. It was all crap. It was very entertaining. Um, you know, unless you know what, what what you know. Then there's the new Tom Clancy. Um, what's the guy? The character's name is Ryan, and and that's Jack uh, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, Jack Ryan with with the guy from The Office, uh, Krasinski. Um, it, it, it's not good, but people love it. Okay, is it woke Jack Ryan. I it heard, kind or? of is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Terminal List is really really good. Uh, Chris Pratt plays a naval special warfare officer. Um, and, uh, there, there's, there's, um, shenanigans, I'll say. That's all I'm going to say. But it's really, really good. I do have confirmation in real time. Jason Rance texts, Terminalist is outstanding. Confers with the Brian Suit Show. And, uh, and, 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 you know, and I should mention, if, if we're talking uh, locally here, that, uh, your, your Chris Pratt is uh, from Port Angeles. I didn't know that. No, yes. he's, he's from Lake Stevens. No, <laughs> I knew he was from these parts. It's like Port Angeles without a ferry ride. So, so anyway, he's from uh, from around here. But it's really, really good. Um, you know, it's not good, but it's star-filled is the old man, the Jeff Bridges, John Lithgow. Um, I'll give thing. anything with the dude a chance for and at least I'll, I'll tell you what. An hour. Skip to episode three. Uh, episode three becomes great, but you have to sit through Jeff Bridges who apparently took the title. He is too old to play the, the guy that he's playing. He's supposed to be old, but he's supposed to be old and sort of mentally... Anyway, doesn't get you until the third episode. And it's a miracle in there. I almost 
almost applied my uh, my rule. Um, all right, back in a second. Uh, Linwood police need your help finding a a, a desperado who's fleed. Um, and Department of Corrections needs your help uh, to find the same guy. Um, we'll be back in a second. AM 770 KTTH. Uh, Brian Suits here. Let's get you to work with the right way traffic. AM 770 KTTH. Welcome to the high capacity judicial coup hour of uh, the Brian Suits show uh, with producer Greg. Before I play, by the way, I think I sat next to this person in Hood River over the weekend, another <laughs> silver haired hippie, wealthy silver haired uh, hippie in a Mercedes RV. Um, what's it, was this this morning? I had never heard of this person before until this clip made the rounds on social media. But it's an activist named Jamie Margolin. And of course, she's appearing on MSNBC to talk about the latest series of SCOTUS decisions. This one in particular on the EPA ruling, which let's be clear, the Supreme Court basically said in this ruling uh, Congress has to make laws regarding certain power plants in the country, not the EPA. Making That's all the ruling said. Basically making them Hitler. That's right. <laughs> That's right, hockey. It's one of the more trivial things. They basically just said Congress needs to make laws. That's uh, Article 1 of the Constitution. <laughs> so, That's um, what the Supreme Court said. So uh, this is activist Jamie Marglin on uh, MSNBC. This is a judicial coup at this point. The judicial branch is absolutely overreaching in their power and completely overturning what the majority of people want, what is good for the people, what is the will of the people, with the decisions against Roe v. Wade, with all of these decisions against what goes against basic common sense, safety and majority decisions. And they're just overturning, overturning, taking away basic rights and progress to the point where it's like this is this is a clear descent into fascism if we don't take serious action. And I don't say that lightly. Uh I study fascism a lot i grew up um i mean my grandpa was a world war ii veteran my on my dad's side so the f what so what instant credibility so what we're jewish and i grew up just you know learning a lot about nazi germany and other fascist regimes and things like that because i did not see that coming because of um how the people in my family had lived through and seen and studied history so well it you know that's that's I, uh, clearly that's how Hitler came to power through courts. <laughs> that's what he did. Is he won he won legal decisions. Is what he did. No, he he was elected. I mean, this court is basically Mussolini and Hitler combined well, on the worst is. day. Uh, you know, a- ab- absolutely. Well, well put. It's and throw Tojo in there too. <laughs> so, um, I mean, we laugh at this, Brian. But I know I sat next hear this to it and, and take it seriously. I sat next to it in Hood River all weekend. People trading looks with each other, and I didn't. I, I did. I miss a sign that said, "You must be this crazy liberal to be in Hood River this weekend." I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what what it was. Is, is there something about windsurfing or kiteboarding that only attracts crazy wealthy liberal people? <laughs> I, I, and you know, I, I, I really, I was like Mugatu in in um, in. Uh, Zoolander. Zoolander. Saying, did, did someone spray crazy juice all over me? Well, speaking of crazy because juice. Because people were saying stuff exactly like this. this yes. is, you know, they, yes. you know, pretty much they overturned the entire EPA. No, 
They they didn't. They uh, basically um, uh, unenforced EPA regulation was illegally. It was it was administratively something that the that the Article Two part of the Constitution, the executive, had overreached. And granted, the EPA exists and it's funded by Congress, but the regulation that the EPA w- w- effectively n- never had to uh, enforce was a wave was a magic. A wand waiver, and and what effectively was was the EPA was going to be able to walk into your coal fired electricity plant, uh, electrical plant, and say, "Go natural gas, you've got five years, whatever." Now they can do that, but Congress has to make the law. They can't just make that up. That's what the ruling was, and pretty much just like Hitler. That's all I know. But Samantha B, who calls herself a comedian, although I've never <laughs> laughed at one of her jokes, she's Canadian. Is she? They're funny. Uh, Many of them. Most of our uh, most of our most of our famous comedians are Canadians. Well, here you go. How painful it is to be here now in a place where the Supreme Court has the power to erase 50 years of constitutional law. Make no mistake. This is not where it ends. Conservatives will not rest until they have come for all of our rights. Everything we have fought for could be lost unless we take it back. It's not just about voting in November. It's about doing everything in our power to protect and help vulnerable people access abortion across state lines. And we have to raise hell in our cities, in Washington, in every restaurant Justice Alito eats at for the rest of his life. Because if Republicans have made our lives hell, it's time to return the favor. Well, pretty much Hitler. That sounds sane. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Canadian and Nazis... Um, Canada, there, there was a mountain in Alberta, which is a, a province of Canada to our north. Uh, there was a mountain named after the World War II Nazi collaborator, Marshal Philippe Pétain, who, who was a hero in World War One, but then he collabed, as, as the kids say these days on the Tic Tac, he collabed with this, uh, Hitler, this Herr Hitler chap and, uh, and was part of the, uh, the Vichy occupation government. And they've changed the name. They finally, after, after I think the Canadians said, <clears throat> all right, we'll give it 80 years. <laughs> but uh, but if, if history doesn't shine up those Nazis more than, um, more than they have, we'll change it. So they've, they've actually taken the name. I, I don't know what, they've, what they're going to rename it, but um, probably something First Nations. But they, they took, uh, in, a, in a blow against worldwide Nazism, the Canadians have renamed a mountain uh, on that one. He was... <clears throat> He was, of course, a, a, a hero of France until he collaborated with Hitler. And this is what happens. It's a cautionary tale to all Americans. This is what happens when 10% of your country is French. I'm just saying. This is typical. They're trying to surrender to fictional foes. So look at that, look at that Greg. There's a picture of, of him shaking hands with this uh, Hitler chap. I see that. So uh, anyway, if that's, if that's not enough. So anyway, they changed the name. And very, very quietly changed the name up there in Canada. So take that, Nazis. Uh, and uh, Supreme U.S. Supreme Court or whatever. Anyway, uh, good, good job, activist Jamie Margolin, in understanding how the Constitution works and the role of the... It's not like, not like the Supreme Court. <clears throat> nine, nine people are not driving around in an RV just looking for stuff. <laughs> these, these cases go to them. They, they can hear it or not. And right now they're 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 making the list for the um, whatever it is first first Tuesday in October. Um, anyway, back in a second. Um, yeah, Linwood police uh, um, want your help finding someone who took a shot at a uh, Linwood cop yesterday and is uh, 
uh, a escapee from the Department of Corrections. Uh, and more. Uh, back in a second, it is AM770 KTTH. Brian Suits here. Let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. AM 770 KTTH, Brian Suits here with uh, producer Greg. I know this is uh, not Santana. It's uh, actually War. Um, what was the name of the group? But you know, uh, Carlos Santana, not the Mariner, but uh, the, the musician collapsed on stage. Apparently he's okay. Oh, no. I did not see that. I love Carlos Santana, the guitar player. That's the kind of, if you go see, uh, what's his name from Creedence Clearwater Revival? Fogarty. John Fogarty. Then you'd, you'd, obviously you'd go see Santana, wouldn't you? Uh, if he came to town and I knew about it, I might uh, shell out uh, upwards of 50 bucks to go check out that show. Um, uh, locally, uh, a... Hold on, you don't want to use that as a segue to go into some hot conservative sports takes? I mean, the Mariners have been on a tear, Brian. I know, they're on such a My tear. Gosh. They're on such a tear. They're only a game below 500. Big pitch at 2-0. Oh. That is a home run. That is Julio Rodriguez. A two-run shot the Mariners have. A 4 nothing lead. For Julio, uh, the future Yankee has been a uh, pleasant oh, surprise say for that. the for the uh, for the Yankees farm team out here in Seattle. Twenty-one-year-old Julio Rodriguez has been a joy to watch. Man, is he a talented young player! And I just <laughs> fingers crossed we can hold on to him. He will look great in pinstripes. Don't this don't time next go year. there. And the Mariners um, are second place in our division. When my eight-year-old said that to me, I did a double take, and I, I, I know. that can't be right. That's how crappy the A's, the Angels, the Rangers, and the Mariners are. But, the Mariners at 41 and 42, one game below 500, are second. They've been playing the some ALA. great ball, and uh, their play is contagious. The amount of fun and joy they have on the field. It's a great team to watch, as at least the last couple weeks. 12 behind the... Here it is, July. They're 12 behind uh, the Astros, uh, who are on Fuego. Uh, not as much as the, the Yankees, though, by the way. It's, it's, they're, they're talking about this Yankees team this year, 58-23, and 23, might be one of the best baseball teams of all time. Not featuring the names uh, DiMaggio uh, or uh, whatever. Your New York Yankees. <laughs> I, it's, it's so funny. Anytime I see someone, he's, he's hitting great, uh, as as rookies do, because none, none of the pitchers have seen him um, before. And w when he's a Yankee next year, and he returns to, I don't know, I don't know what his contract is. You're going to make this a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, it's gonna, I'm bothered by it deeply. Um, a whole bunch of cars stolen in Pierce County over over, over Fourth of July, and I don't know what. I, apparently, car thieves know. That if there's a long line of cars and there's a fireworks display somewhere, you're probably going to be there for a while. It was something like 40 cars stolen. Yeah. And, and I, you know, as I've said over and over, what local law enforcement has, has told me for years is it's not like 44 people came along and said, uh, let's each steal a car apiece. It, it, it's it's a ring. It, it's a it's a relatively small amount of people that steal all the cars. Um, it, it's, uh, it's crazy in, in, uh, in, in that, but, uh, it's really hard to get a conviction for car theft. 
Um, driving a, a stolen vehicle, you know, that that's fine. Teenagers get joyriding. Um, so that's why most of the car thieves are 17, 16-year-olds uh, and, and all that. But uh, Linwood police, it was, it was a day like any other day yesterday, a, a lovely day, but not in Linwood. Uh, there's a desperado who took a shot at a Linwood patrol officer. Uh, Linwood um, police are looking for a suspect wanted on active felony warrants for attempted murder and assault after he allegedly fired at police who were trying to arrest him. Uh, Linwood uh, PD noticed a vehicle that was associated with the suspect, a black Jaguar with dealer plates. Uh, the vehicle was parked in front of the, the old pick and pull there on uh, Highway 99 North. Uh, your your headquarters for Isuzu Parts, I found. Uh, officers found the suspect inside the pick and pull wrecking yard, tried to detain him. He pulled out a handgun and held it to the head of the woman that he was with. Uh, apparently, she was in on the play. Officers tried to uh, negotiate with him. He ran back to his automobile. A witness said the suspect fired at least one round, then Linwood PD returned fire. No known injuries. So the uh, the chap is described, and if you fit this description, immediately turn yourself in. He's a five foot eleven white man. So that ought to narrow it down. Uh, well, he has I'm a six foot, medium, so I'm good. medium build. Uh, last seen driving a black Jag with dealer's temporary plates. So if you see if you see any five eleven medium built white men, uh, dial nine one one, and uh, don't don't try to approach this chap. He's considered armed and dangerous because he shot at a cop. Uh, so there there's uh, there's that. Um, <clears throat> well, so people in Seattle are are they just not having kids anymore? Nope. Though though the, the the rate of single people that own pets in, instead of coupling up and having kids uh, like like the normals do uh, is higher in Seattle than uh, I think anywhere on the West Coast. Seattle and San Francisco lead the way yeah. in terms of pets per capita compared to babies, I think. Seattle's plummeting school enrollment is starting to cause money problems for the state's largest school district. Uh-oh. Officials worry the students who left won't come back. And why would that be? Because of two and a half years of uh, of organized child abuse by uh, Seattle uh, schools and teachers, uh, student enrollment at Seattle's public schools has continued to drop the last two years. By the way, talking about serial abuse, you know what? Um, you know what? I'm not taking live is the the hopelessly corrupt World Health Organization is doing a live update on monkeypox. How are we not carrying that live right now? I don't know. The heavily accented Dr. Tedros uh, Gebreyesus is going through the monkeypox. And it's my understanding that um, this requires fairly extensive face-to-face contact. You you don't rub up against someone and get the monkeypox. This is is not like smallpox, which was uh, very easy to transmit and very deadly, especially for kids, and has been literally uh, eradicated since uh, 1977 uh, or so. Unless you're the Bin Laden family, and then, then there's a knock at the door, and uh, they're actually taking your DNA. Uh, anyway, but uh, so, so they're updating the monkeypox. It's so funny because now that they have this pathway for information, um, no one is asking. And, and, and now that the TV networks have become really, really lazy about, you know, what's actually news uh, because there's their muscle memory is still uh, updates on the COVID and, and all that um, they're, they're, they're taking it. 
And and the, what they're saying is that this disease has been known for decades, and uh, this outbreak is unusual. Uh, and if you're inoculated for smallpox, even when it, when you when it was when you were four or five, you're probably okay. And that's what they're basically saying. Um, the uh, by the way, I should say this: <clears throat> the CDC is saying that Pierce County is on their list for high COVID nineteen levels. Um, and this is the variant of the variant of the Omicron um, and uh, and all that. There's a there's a slight uptick in deaths in the Northeast, but this is uh, th- that's that's a uptick after months and months and months of dropping. So it, it's there's a slight uptick in in that. And and as wild stab this fall, there will be an uptick in uh, the, the regular influenza as well as the coronavirus based COVID nineteen. So that. So there's there's that. We're almost at uh, COVID-23. You know, we're over the halfway point of the year. So I'm going to start saying COVID-23 because there's going to be a a, a a better, cooler one, hopefully. It was nice to see over the July 4th weekend lots more parades than we've seen in the last two to three years. Um, people just itching to get out and about. D- didn't you witness any of that? Uh, you know what? Bothell had a great parade. Even... Uh, it was funny, even though Hood River was filled with silver-haired um, boomer hippies, mm-hmm. no masks. But it was right. it was funny. One family came into uh, this place where we were eating, uh, uh, mother, father, and two kids, all masked up, and Poor it was kids. such an outlier. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, yeah, yeah, but like five and six, and they come into a place where nobody, not even the silver-haired hippies, are, are wearing masks. Um, and speaking of child abuse, uh, yeah, so today the Seattle school board is going to vote to approve, what do you think the budget is for, for a shrinking district with, with fewer students than they've had, I want to say, I guess in 20 years? A lot. 1.6 billion. No. <clears throat> 1.6 billion for the Seattle school district. So, uh, best of luck to ye if you're a Seattle taxpayer. Um, back in a second... Republican governors are being accused of using federal COVID money to cut taxes. <laughs> Damn them. Also, uh, I'll, I'll repeat a, a story uh, from the 6 a.m. hour here in the next hour. The astounding corruption to our north in British Columbia, getting zero attention in Washington, Seattle media, um, and, and a stunning finding from the federal government of of, of Canada about that province to our north and what, what a basket case full of drugs and cartels and uh, Chinese spies it is. Uh, that and more coming up uh, hour three right around the corner AM 770 KTTH Brian's here.